Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joe Rico and Alex Bears back at the final word. Special guest in studio, Dr. Eric Natkin. We will hear him at 12 o'clock. Stick around. We've got our checklist. Many interesting things going on in medicine in Colorado. We'll have him on at 12 o'clock. Gil Whiteley at 1140. Joey B at 1120. And we will get now to our man, Sean Simpson, the sales manager of Peak Kia Littleton and our good friend, Good morning to you, Sean. And I want to say this. Pete Kia is a championship team. Uh, Whether the Avs, Nuggets, Rockies, or Broncos, you know, I think they all should go down to Wadsworth and Bellevue and just watch how you and your team operate. It's a championship dealership, and there's so many numerous awards that you guys have won for service. And and not only that, your warranty is second to none down there. Uh, Let's talk. Let's start with uh, championship product in my mind. The Sportage, I think it's the best. My out of all the products Kia has, and I believe your uh, father bought a yep. Sportage as well. You talk and I about Sean's parents. Have yep, it. absolutely. So I mean, why is the Sportage just really, really ripping through America, and just people are just buying it up left and right? It's probably my favorite vehicle, and it's the one as I mentioned to you last week. I'm planning on coming down to buy a car. I'm leaning towards the Sportage. Give me some things about the Sportage that you're not going to find because, I mean, it's such a saturated market. This is a different kind of vehicle, and good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are you this morning? Fantastic, Sean. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Good, good, good. Always a pleasure. So, yeah, the Sportage is a a phenomenal vehicle, and it's actually one of Kia's um, oldest vehicles. I mean, the Sportage has been around since the 90s. Um, kind of, you know, when Kia was that, that cheap throwaway car. But guess what? The Sportage made it all the way through. And it's here today. That that car is such – why I really like it and why a lot of people really like it is the size of it. You know, if, you, if you're not hauling around seven people at a time but you do need an all-wheel drive vehicle that sits up a higher and is big enough that you can take a few people around, the Sportage is the ideal um, SUV that Kia makes. And, and I got some exciting news because actually this next year – um, it will be redesigned, and you're going to be in another sharp vehicle from the Kia lineup. That is, I love it. That, that is sight. fantastic news. That is Sean Simpson, sales manager over at Peak Kia Littleton, located at 5077 South Wadsworth Boulevard, Littleton, Colorado, 80123. Joey, where's the Colorado Springs location? Well, you, for all of our friends down south, you can hit, us, hit the Colorado Springs location at 1560 Auto Mall Loop, in Colorado Springs, Colorado, you can also give them a call at 719-493-9626. Ask for my buddy Eric and just mention the final word. They'll get you that $500 discount. I'm going to throw a curveball at you here, Sean, because on Friday night, the Pete Kia Littleton the social media team said, Hey, guess what, guys? We have five Tellurides on our lot, and they won't last long. Trust us. Stop in this weekend and claim yours before they're gone. 
Let's talk about the Telluride as well because that, you know, my mom had my mom and dad have the uh, the Sportage. My sister actually has a Sportage as well. And uh, your parents, you've mentioned that have the Sportage, but the Telluride, that is another car that I've always been keeping my eye on, especially after I made my purchase last year, Sean, through you. And you had uh, mentioned to me, man, this might be a bigger car. This might be something that you might like, Alex. It's spacier. You can lug around your family a little bit with a lot of class at the same time with state-of-the-art information in the vehicle. Talk about the Telluride. So the Telluride, um, as everybody has known and heard, and the hoopla and all the hype, I can tell you it's 100% real because uh, I own a Telluride. It's the, one, it's the car that my wife drives our family in, and she, we absolutely love that vehicle. I mean, it is perfect size. It's got the captain chairs for us in the middle. It's got all the safety features, keeps our family safe. It's got all the technology that everybody loves and the style of the car. I mean, they really did a phenomenal job with that. You get people, you know, we were one of the first ones to have one just because I kind of had the inside track, sure. of course. But, you know, people, when we were driving up, what is that? Where do you get one of those? Oh, my God. So you said, you know, that, that you had mentioned that we did have five. But, mm-hmm. you know, as Saturday shall have it, we now have two. <laughs> okay. So there's two left. There's, okay. There is two left. And, um, I, I mean, it was. If there was 30 people in our dealership yesterday, 20 of them were there to see the Telluride. That's wow. just kind of the hoopla and hype that it has. And everybody's in awe. I mean, it's, it's people that have came over from these, you know, these highline vehicles that would kind of snub Kia, you know what I mean, before. And now they're wanting one. They're putting their name on the list. They're ordering one. It, it was a complete game changer for our organization, which we already knew we had, you know, quality vehicles. But that Telluride really, really brought us through the door with style. Well, let's talk about style and the Stinger. I think that's one of those cars that just, you look for these high-end cars. I know a lot of friends of mine, they like to, you know, go fast. But the cars aren't all-wheel drive that they drive. And now you've got the Stinger. So you've got the best of both worlds. You have all-wheel drive. And then you've got a car that can just flat out get it. Uh, Talk a little bit about the Stinger because that is one of my favorite Kias, definitely. Oh, my God. When you start off with the twin-turbo V6, um, all-wheel drive. I mean, that car is fun. A true car enthusiast. You know, you know the gearheads, the guys that come down that know, you know, these vehicles and love them. I can tell you, I have people that have had, you know, Audis and raced many other high-performance vehicles, and they say this one stacks right up with it. Plus, I mean, you're you're not having some of the problems that some of these other manufacturers have as far as you know, if something breaks, good luck because it's it's going to cost you. You know, Kia's warranty as you guys had mentioned before, is absolutely huge. You know, they got the five-year 60, you know, which would be your limited basic warranty, and then you have your 10-year 100, and then you have peak Kia's lifetime power trade warranty. That's right, lifetime. That's, wow. See, that's amazing right there, Sean. And you know what? Uh, I'm going to let you know that I, I believe at this very moment that peak Kia, Littleton, peak Kia, Colorado Springs, you guys are changing the game when it comes to vehicles. I really believe that, and you guys – are so transparent when it comes to having how much inventory is in your website, how much video is going on on your... I mean, your social media team is fantastic with Vicky and Patrick, everybody down there. It's a championship mentality when it comes down to you know producing these cars for the blue-collar people because that's what I look at it. It's like I, I, when I went in there, I wasn't... you know I didn't have the greatest credit in the world and I didn't have the greatest trading in the world, but you guys worked with me. It's about financing. It's about working with the relationship and building that commodity with the customer in the community that you guys have allowed yourselves to be this powerhouse in the, in the Littleton and Jefferson County area, right? And Colorado Springs. 
Well, it's all about, you know, the way that we do it. I have never seen a team operate like our team. I mean, everybody has their job and everybody does it well and everybody knows what their job is, you know, and that's going to start with our soldiers, our salespeople, you know, they're, they're front line, they're, they're on the ground, they're going out, they're finding the people, they're bringing them in. Um, and then, you know, and then it's going to move us sales managers, you know, where we're, we're kind of the puzzle pieces. We got to find, you know, we got to find the payment they're looking for, the car they're looking for. And then there's our finance department. They're going to find out the financing for people. And like you had kind of mentioned before, you know, you don't have to have perfect credit to buy a car. If there's anything that we know, we know life happens and we understand. So you come on down. My special finance manager's name is Larry Seastrom. This guy is a wizard, believe me. He is in touch with all of the banks. He he can get, you know, bankruptcies done. He can get people with, you know, not the best of credit done. It's no big deal to us. We're, our goal is to find a car for everybody. Well, I'll tell you what. You guys make it very easy to buy a vehicle from you. Let's switch it over to sports a little bit. And, you know, I think that, as I mentioned to a lot of people, Broncos offseason coming up. And the key figure in this offseason to me is, is there's two people. One, the quarterback position, but also Vaughn Miller. Uh, Vaughn is set to get $7 million one way or another or not get it here coming up next week. And then may or may not hit free agency. The Broncos are on the hook for a little over $18 million for Vaughn as a cap hit. And if they release him, I believe that the hit would only be $4 million. Yeah. So where do you stand with Vaughn Miller? He has been exonerated by the police. They came out and said he is not, not guilty. There, there are no charges will be filed. You want filed. to say exonerated or do you want to be exonerated like vilified, me, right. man? Well, no, exonerated means he was he was no, no charges. No, I understand were, that, man, but he was but, also accused of something. Well, he lost okay. endorsement. Whatever, man, whatever. All right, so anyway, the point I'm making is, the point I'm making is, you know, are you going to sign Vaughn Miller? Are you going to let him go? Are you going to restructure? If you're the GM, what do you do with Vaughn Miller? You got the GM hand on, Sean. Well, yeah, so, you know, the thing with Von Miller, obviously, lifelong Bronco, right? Signed with us, you know, number two pick, future Hall of Famer, you know. And when I say lifelong Bronco, that goes on both sides, you know. He's going to have to do his part as well, you know. And we would all love to see him in here, but he's got he's to take a cut, you know, in order to do so that's going to fit into the plans. We can't have one guy making all the money, you know, and we're 5-11 and 11 again. It just makes no sense. So if he wants to do his part and contribute to this team, I mean, you know, as far as the Broncos go, we would love to have him, you know, for everything that he's brought to the Broncos. I'd love to see him be a lifelong Bronco. But like I said, that's going to take, you know, both sides are going to have to work that out. That sounds like, well, an, like a Patrick Smythe. Uh, uh, you guys are amazing, man. For, uh, Sean, the Broncos, I'll tell you, man. He, he it sounds like more like a roving he's reporter. more like a yes man a little bit. Yeah. Well, We'd love to have him, but I think the, give I think the Broncos cut. organization is, what he said? been listening. We'd love to have right. him. But, but but he's gonna have to take the pay cut. This is why you go down to. I P. think you can make more money than JJ Watt on the market, Joey. Well, I Von Von Miller. You think JJ Watt sold out and went to Arizona without really exploring his options, Sean? You know, I I think you know obviously the the Texan situation is you know from what it sounds like kind of blown up down there, and you know maybe he needed a fresh start. Maybe he just needed something to go out. You know, go play with a couple of his old buddies. So. You know, good for him. I'm happy for him. Well, I sure appreciate you coming on every week, Sean, and giving us this thing. And Alex, man, he has nothing but kind things to say about you all the time. You give us your all 100%. I will say I think Vaughn would also benefit from a new start. And I'm not sure 
how excited he is about coming back to the 5-11 and 11 Broncos. We'll, we hope that he is. So it's going to be interesting. This will be a crazy offseason. One thing we do know, make sure you head down to Pete Kia, mention the final word, receive $500 in your pocket, cash money, right? Straight cash, on, homie, on any like Randy Moss used to say. Kia 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 right, and, that, and that's on every new and used Pete Kia product, or Kia product, and that, that's also at the Colorado Springs store. Sean, I'll tell you what. We hope we send a few more listeners down. We had a couple listeners who almost, we almost got them across the goal line, but we're going to get a couple more for you this week because every time you come on, it seems like we have and people calling up. it's getting warmer out. now, so I want to go down yeah. there and hang out with you guys a little Yeah, bit. we definitely want to do it. The video times are bring coming. Bring some Los Dos Patrillos to feed the entire staff Yeah, down what about there? bringing what the food truck down from Los Ooh, Dos Ooh, that might there? be a good idea, now, That I think would be now, pretty that's wild. a good idea at PQ. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about that? Uh, food truck from them. Not yeah. gonna argue with that, guys. Bring you got down. it, man. Let's get let's get that done. Let's get it done for Pete. Yeah, done. We're gonna call Danny and Luis. We'll get you guys. We'll get the food truck down there and do something nice for the sales staff down there for sure. Okay, awesome. can't wait. Hey, you got it. And then Alex and I, we want to get with you and Patrick here in a couple weeks. Love talking to you guys. You just build us up, and uh, you really make us better people. Sean Simpson sounds like a. I, we're, we're, he's, we're grooming him to take our job, Joe. I, I think so, man. I mean, the guy, everywhere you've been, you've taken over the company, Alex and I have found out. So that does kind of scare us, Sean, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so we got to keep hey, you. Guys, real get, quick, I know we don't have much time, but can I send a quick shout-out to my Aunt Marianne Price, who listens religiously out in Portland, Oregon? Absolutely. Go it. for it. What's her name? Mary Ann Price. Mary hey. Ann Price. Happy hey, birthday. Mary Ann. No, he's just sending a shout out. Oh, just shout out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not her birthday, Alex. <laughs> hey, happy Same birthday thing. for happy whatever birthday. it is, Mary Ann, though, just in case. Hey, Sean, yep. thank you so much, buddy. We will talk to you next Why week. Happy you have birthday. a great right, week. Buddy. That's our man. Dad. Sean Simpson, he's got shout outs. Right, Whatever. right. Absolutely. He has shout outs going Dr. nationwide. Uh, mom Guys, listens yeah. in Germany. Absolutely, man. Well, I mean, oh, is that a true statement? She does? It is just statement. Absolutely. Well, hey, uh, now, where's the camera? Because usually you like to watch me. But I'm not on. Good and Tog. Good and Tog. Good and Tog, Frau Natkin. Yes, is that right? Good and Tog, Frau Natkin. Good and Tog, Frau Natkin. That's right. That's right. That's three years in Germany, baby. Three years right here. Oh my God. Ichspreche kleine Deutsch. That's right. Look that one up while we're at break. Means I speak a little German. Expect a Kleiner Deutsch. Hey, Jacob's going to be the catch. Coming up next, Joey B, the Chicago Wise Guy, joins the final word with Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez on 98.1 FM. My Life Sports. How lucky can one guy be? Let breathe. I kissed her and she kissed me. I'm not singing today. Like but I will, Joe. Back at the final word. Special guest co-host, Dr. Eric Natkin. And every time I hear this stuff, man, I think of uh, walking into Lucas Liquor's Superstore and seeing Joe Bruner's smiling face, uh, him directing me to the finest bottle of wine that I can get for the 40 bucks I got in my pocket and making me look like a stud to my wife, and then bringing me... Through uh, through the uh, bourbons when we did the Special Olympics video and he had all these bourbons brings me to my now my or new when favorite he presents bourbon. you to his entirely talented staff that oh. will teach you about every kind of libation they have in the liquor store, Joe. Absolutely, I mean you can't go wrong when you go to Lucas Liquor Superstore, and I think it does all begin and start with Joe Bruner. Good morning to you, Joe, and I will say this: I always say the reason the Broncos aren't doing well is the lack of ownership and the lack of 
you know, that there's just nobody really in charge. And so therefore, nobody's setting the tone. And I, I think it just trickles down through the organization. The exact opposite could be said of Lucas Slickers, because I think they have a great owner who is diverse and who shares the best ideas. He listens to his staff. He he does takes chances, but he also thinks of his customers. I mean, you know, you just really embody the qualities of success. And I think that's really missing from this football team. Talk about how much you think address you. You look in the mirror before you start pointing fingers at the staff and this and that. How much of this do you put the success or failure of Lucas directly on you? And how much does that resonate through all the community? Because I think that you are where the buck stops and you have to make a lot of hard choices. We're proud to be affiliated with you. And, and how has how's your ownership style changed over the years to, to have you become such a great owner? Well, first, always thanks, gentlemen. Uh, um, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting when you correlate it to sports, the Broncos or the Bears. You guys hear me gripe about that all sure. the time. Sure, same thing with ownership think, there. Yeah, I think ownership is if you don't own something that you love, like I love doing what I do, and I want the customer to feel that passion when they come through, right? You know, I use, hear me use the words love and respect. I think they're so critical. So if I love what I do and you want me to be there at 10 o'clock, I don't lock my store if you want to learn about a bourbon. We learn about a bourbon, right? But that's, that's leaving our society where we're more of the store's open from here to here, get out, or come in, get your bottle, get out. And I think that happens with owners, and I hate to say it this way, but that just mail it in. You know, someone's running a franchise. You know, the, you, could, you can clearly see when something changes and there's an impactful owner, they always win. And and I think that's the same thing in, in small business and even in a corporation. You know, we got to be able to deliver to the customer that warmth, love, and respect. That's why they come back. Uh, and I think, imagine how a sporting team would feel when an owner's like that. Boom, it's over. i gotta, I got to tell you a quick story. A quick story for those of you that, you know, have a passion for baseball. But Ricketts, who's the owner for the Cubs, Sure. Before the Cubs won the pennant, so you might not know about it, and this is where that love and passion comes from. He's in the left field bleachers. That's where he proposed to his wife. Okay? Fast forward it. They buy the team, right? They say they're going to bring a winner, blah, blah, blah. We've heard that a lot in you know Chicago. And uh, during one of the World Series games, you could watch the video on YouTube. He's back in the left field bleachers with a fake mustache on, Sucking down beers with the fans. No one knows who it is. <laughs> okay. And then right at the end of the game, they're interviewing him. He takes his mustache and the head off. And then we're drinking with the owner. You want to know why? Because he has a love and a passion for the game. He wanted to be sitting in the bleachers. Same thing. That's that, amazing. That's, that's fantastic. That's Joe Bruno, owner over at Lucas Liquor Superstore. They're located at 8457, excuse me, South Yosemite Street, Lone Tree, Colorado. Colorado family-owned Lucas Liquor Superstore is the largest liquor store and wine store in Lone Tree. They've been in business since 1997, and they remain to their founding principles, which is honesty, fair prices, and exceptional customer service, your long-term relationships with local and world-renowned distilleries, vineyards, breweries allow you guys to have uh, you know, the first pick when it comes to unique products at exclusive discounts. You guys are happy to pass this along to your customers. And when I say that to you, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a mouthful right there, Mr. Bruner. And when I say that, it's because it's all true. Everything that comes into that place, every 
uh, sponsor anybody who's and you and you you feature anybody a Boulder Brewery, uh, a bourbon from Kentucky, uh, and, and the representatives that come in. You are always constantly pushing the envelope. This past week, a couple days ago, you were calling on all your Sabernet, uh, Cabernet Sabernet lovers. That have, you guys have a great bottle to discuss. The 2014 Maya Camus C- Cabernet Sabernet. Sauvignon. Sauvignon. Okay. Ca- Sauvignon. Maya Camus. Can you spell it? That's okay. <laughs> Sauvignon. My point is, is you're always constantly featuring somebody out that's not just Lucas Liquor Superstore. You feature the product that goes into your store, correct? Yeah, well, you know, the product's the most important. And although we will always talk about price, we are the lowest price, period. I don't play any games with it. We all pay for the same thing. If someone does advertise something lower, I'll always accept it and do it in my store. But we don't have any booby traps, so it's just low price all the way across the board. But I think the key to any liquor store is the quality what's in the store. You could actually fill mile high with alcohol, okay? And there's plenty. But what you have to do is you have to have these buyers that are constantly going out there finding the best stuff, not the best deal. So, I mean, again, it's you should have a great experience when you walk in my store. You should always get quality product. You should get the right product. That's what it boils down to. Well, and I think the other thing is, you know, your background in Chicago where you always like to have a guy. You like to have a meat guy. You like to have a, a pastry guy, a Absolutely. bread guy. You know, and you kind of want to be the, the, the beer guy, the wine guy, the, the spirit guy. I mean... You want to be everybody's guy, right? You want to make people feel like if I want something special, I can make a phone call and it'll be waiting for me after you put it up front or whatever. That's what I love. That's love and respect to me is going out of your way for your customers over and over and over. And you do that all the time, as does your staff. I think that's very important. All right, let's switch over to the Chicago Bears and the Denver Broncos, okay? Do we? Yeah, we got to talk about them. I'm sorry. We got Joey B. So here's the deal. Yeah, I think the Broncos are going to have a much better record than the Bears this year. Oh I my really God, do. we're not going to go through so, this again. So I'm really we're do now. This listen, you year. bet Ramirez last we're gonna year. Do it all year. You bet Ramirez last year. Now I'll say this: I'm not going to bet anything till I see the off season. But what do the Broncos need to do in the off season so they can get relevant? And I'll ask you what I've asked everybody. Actually, forget that. Here's the question I want: Von Miller. Do you bring Von Miller back? Do you bring him back at a reduced rate? Do you keep him or do you let him go? Where are you at with Von Miller now that he's been uh, exonerated by the Aurora Police Department? Parker, they are not Parker. filing or Parker Police Department. They're not filing charges. Does that help your cause of bringing him back, or do you think he slipped too far to pay him the money that he's due this year? Where are you? That's at a with loaded him? question there. Though. Yeah, we'll see. That's Joey B's a loaded answer. So, I, I have to tell you, you know. Um, in my thing, I love him. Okay, so you know you got to you got to rebuild this team again. I mean, what's the what's the foundation of the team? Okay, um, what are we going to do at quarterback? Are we going to invest the money into the to lock? Are we are we is that the guy? Is there going to be an offensive line? And I think it's, it determines if is that the crown jewel for the Broncos? Is Von Miller the crown jewel? If you answer that question, bring him back. I don't think he's any, he's no longer the crown jewel. You know, it's a big responsibility. It's a giant paycheck, and it's got to be the total package when you do that. And if you can free up some of the money, and I am not up on what the free agent list looks out there. You know, do you, do you screw around going for one of these quarterbacks? I don't know that that's the right thing. I don't know that Locke is, is, is it we keep on blaming individual players, you know, is the leadership doing the right thing in the organization? Can they win? Are we just playing musical chairs with players? 
because I've seen that go on since 1985 in Chicago. We had one when Lovey Smith was the coach. We had some pretty good seasons there, but we have musical chairs constantly. So I think the Broncos have much more problems than one player. You know, they have a they have an organizational problem. Where are they going to invest their money? They they should put it around the offensive line, right? Have the best offensive line at pro football and see if Locke could throw the ball. Yeah, that's that's my thought. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, Chicago Bears are recently being trading on top as one of the top teams to land Deshaun Watson uh, in the uh, free agency sweepstakes with that guy. Uh, and I and I was looking at some of the scenarios that they were going to give away. They're going to give away more than any other team that could actually afford to give away what they can because they passed on Deshaun Watson. They passed on Patrick Mahomes. So now they get a second chance to make that right. Do you think the Bears will really go after uh, Deshaun Watson? And and if they do, does that make the Bears an instant Super Bowl contender or at least a playoff contender? Yeah, so again, we get into that. You know, I like Russell Wilson, believe it or not. I like because he's a little older, he's a little mature. I think he's definitely one of the best quarterbacks to play football. He's certainly one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. You may not think that. You know, we could argue he's a little short, whatever. But, man, he delivers week in and week out, and he's accurate. But, again, you get to, I think, either one of those quarterbacks is a great possibility for Chicago. Same problem as uh, Denver has. I mean, I, I can't, it's so hard, you know, I, I think. Come on, man, just uh, answer I, the question. I yes, want to see yes. one of the quarterbacks come to Chicago, but I feel bad for them when they arrive. Okay? <laughs> you know, you so sound you like me us. I mean, God, I you're almost like pre-dooming their existence I'm not pre-dooming in. it, but it's not the quarterback. He's There's looking nothing at wrong history. With There's nothing wrong with Trubinsky. You want to know what? He's actually got a winning. Oh, it's, you, if you don't want to. If you want to keep on changing offensive coordinators, if you want to keep on moving your leadership around and keep on blaming the one position for since my lifetime, okay, well, that's pretty hard for me. And I think the Broncos are getting into the same track. That's all. But would I love to see one of them go there? Of course. Either one. Well, Joey B, let me say this. First of all, to correct Alex, the Bears were a playoff team already. So they don't have to try to become a playoff team. They already are one. Secondly, Barely by Deshaun Watson, teeth, I think, is actually a better fit right now. Russell Wilson has been hit so many times. It was the first time last year. and, and like Russell a Wilson, boxer or what? Well, Russell Wilson, yeah, kind of, because that was the first time many times I've seen Russell stand in there at the very end. But a lot of times I saw those pass rushers coming in, and Russell was dumping the ball, getting rid of it. When people start doing that... To me, that means they're a little shell-shocked. I don't know that I want Russell Wilson right now. I, I just don't know. We'll see. I want his girlfriend. I want his wife, Sierra, but I'm not sure That's I want horrible. him. Joe, you're a married hey, man. Oh, I'm just saying she'd be great for any community. Sierra does a lot for the community, <laughs> right? <laughs> so Nacken, she'd be great in Chicago. Sierra. Sierra, Russell Wilson's wife. Have you met her? Seen her? I have not. Okay, we're going to have Sierra. Oh, my gosh. Jacob, get, get Dr. Nack in a picture of Sierra. Joey B, I'll tell you what, man. We love you. I will be out at Lucas on Tuesday. I've got some stuff I got to pick up. Joey B? Is he gone? He may be gone. All right, well, that's Joey B from Lucas Liquor Superstore. Make sure you go down there and visit. Mention the final word for the red carpet treatment. Hey, when we get back, our man, Gil Whiteley from Whiteley So. He joins the final word next with Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez on the new 
Mile High Sports. Eleven forty, Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez back at the final word. Ninety-eight point one FM. Thank you to all of our listeners for your patience. Glad we could finally get back up on the air. We will get to our man Gil Whiteley in just one minute. First, have to tell you about Carmine's. Right, Carmine Leonardo and our good friends down there, right off the corner of Florida and Wadsworth, the best Italian deli in the Denver metro area. Voted the best Italian sausage sandwich. You can get hold of them at 303-985-3555. Just mention the final word. They'll give you the red carpet treatment. I believe you get a free free dessert. Or you get 10% or 10% off, 10% off your, your overall order. Overall ticket, or you get a free pie. Oh, Coconut man. pie, banana pie, right Ooh, there, Italian man. pie. Maybe well, some limoncello, Joey, right well, there as well. Let me tell you, well. the limoncello cake is ridiculous. That's Carmine Alano's. Absolutely. And let's let's move on to our good friend, Gil Whiteley. You can hear his show, Whiteley. So I believe it's 11 a.m. to noon now, Monday through Thursday or Friday? Friday. 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 Okay, he's great. He, he yeah. hey, man, the guy's a grinder, man. I mean, he's been, he's, he's the only guy on My Life Sports with a career longer than you and I. Alex, he has actually been the, he's the longest running show on My Life Sports. He was the uh, only one here at the beginning. Yep. And he mentored both Alex and me, helped us so much at the beginning of my career. He's the Bill Walsh of well, he the, is. He's uh, developed radio broadcasting tree here. Yeah. You, and you and Please I. Do not be blaming me for you guys, okay? <laughs> God. All right, man. Let's bring on Gil Whiteley. trouble. Yeah, maybe. Hey, good morning to you. And. Let's start off what we think, what we've been asking the majority of our guests today. I think the hardest offseason decision for new general manager George Payton, and he shed a little light on it on Thursday, is definitely what's going to happen with Vaughn Miller. Um, I've heard that Vaughn Miller is going to be released. I've heard Vaughn Miller is going to be re-signed. I've heard he's going to have to take a pay cut. Where do you sit on Vaughn Miller? Do you think the Broncos should re- re-sign him at a different rate or, or just pay him his salary? Or do you think it's I've time had, for us to move on from Vaughn? And good morning to you, Gil. I've had a different opinion about Vaughn Miller than everybody pretty much for a long time. Uh, Vaughn Miller is good enough to win you a Super Bowl. He really, uh, he, you, you got to give the credit to Vaughn Miller for that Super Bowl. But when it comes in day in and day out, game in and game out, uh, the money that John Elway put behind Von Miller in that contract out of position, uh, you need to you, you need to figure out what goes on, where the money needs to be allocated by position, and an edge rusher. Uh, the kind of money he gave the second they signed him, I said the Broncos will regret signing Von Miller to this contract from today for, until the, it's all over with. Mainly because we got to watch Von Miller in what is considered and will be a Hall of Fame career. We did not see a single playoff game in that time because the money was put in the wrong positions. They put the money in an edge rusher, which doesn't have the, the impact Game in and game out. Von Miller averages about two and a half tackles a game. He gets a couple hurries. He gets a sack here and there. He's not getting great against a run because primarily he is he's rushing the passer. So so when so when the, the ball's handed off, he's still focused on the quarterback, not on the guy running the ball. 
Uh, I, I think they need to. I think they do need to sign Ron Miller. He's a leader here. He's got his legal troubles behind him. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad for that. I like Von personally, uh, but he's had some. He's had some of his problems, but he's got to take a cut and pay, and I think he wants to do that. If not, they got to let him go. I agree with you uh, 100%. Gil Whiteley. That's Gil Whiteley. You can follow Gil on Twitter at GilFest. Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, first of all, on a side note, in that you were mentioning, you're like, oh, don't blame it all on me, man. Yeah, we're blaming it all on you, Gil. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're responsible for the final word and how we've we've dealt with the media and how to dress. You've told Joe how to dress. Now you told me how oh, to yeah. act in front of uh, uh, Nuggets fans and Broncos training camp. You took me to my first uh, Broncos training camp about six years ago, and you you allowed seven, yeah, you allowed me to I go. Took Joe, I took Joe to his first uh, NFL yep, yep. Broncos yes, football he did. game. We went the to the Broncos fight. and the uh, and then I looked and- over, and all of a sudden he wasn't around, and I'm looking around, and he's got my poor friend Woody Page, yeah, cornered <laughs> up against the wall, right? But, you know, just asking him question after question. I had to go save Woody. <laughs> well, I, I remember some painful stories about teaching us how to get along in the media because I remember, I believe it was Joe that said the story about you showed up, Joey, in some shorts or something. Oh, yeah. Like I, well, at a CU football yeah, game. CU and football Gil Whiteley said, if you ever show up like that again, don't go with me. You're not coming with me. That's right. not no, how we dress here. You're no. not a fan. Yeah. You're not. And, and don't ever embarrass me like that. Right. You don't wear shorts to a press box. I don't care if it's 90 degrees no, or not. And, that, and, that's, and that, of course, now I'm in a shirt and tie and a pair time. of slacks. As a matter of fact, they call me. Well, you don't, but they a lot of people call me the best dressed member in the Colorado media, just because that's. But but that's the extreme. You you really made a, a big impression on me that day. Amongst the worst dressed people in all of the Broncos media is uh, <laughs> uh, me anymore. I don't really go. To, I I still go to every Bronco game. Right. I, I don't go to. I don't go to a lot of other stuff. It's just too tough for me. Here's the thing about I've I've always admired about you, Gil, is you you continue to strive for excellence. This past Friday, you had uh, Jim Sacamano on your program yeah. on Whitey Show. Fantastic. Love I mean, Sock. you go to the Broncos games and you see the Jim Sacamano media, you know, yeah. media area. And, and for you to have a, a figure like that on your program, Mark Cooper, Carl Mecklenburg, David Wade Treadwell, Phillips. Wade Phillips, Arn Anderson, Joe Rico, Alex Ramirez. I'm kidding on that last few. But I'll tell you, when you see the guys that come on the program that you've experienced relationships, Jim Fossil, over the years that you have come on, they come, come on the program and really mean and really put their footprint yeah. on sports. Yeah. I, I, I admire that. Man. Dan Reeves, Dan, another guy that comes Dan on regularly. Those are the only show all those guys come on. This right. is my show. Well, I'll, and I'm going to just. Never, you never hear them on any other shows. My no. my, my fiance just get, uh, just texted, I just love Gil. And that's He's awesome. sweetheart. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you this, Gil. When, when the first time that I walked in to Broncos training camp, I, I you know, I walked in with you, said, Alex, come hang with me. And I said, cool. And we walked over, and we sat down in, our, in the tents, and there were about five tents. And I'll always tell the story to the day I die. There was the KOA tent. There was a fan tent. There was an ESPN 1300 tent at that time, whatever. And then I believe it was another uh, radio station, but then there was us. And you had mentioned to me, because I was your spotter kind of guy, because once training camp ends, you got to get your you – you, right. you have that guy going out there as the players coming into the locker room. You're like, Alex, go grab me this. Go grab me that. And I was like, cool, man, whatever you want me to do. And I remember you said, go grab Wade. And I went up to Wade and I said, Wade, uh, 
Gil Whiteley wants you in his tent. Is that okay, sir? He's like, yeah, tell him I'll be over there in a minute. And I was like, okay, whatever, dude. Gil's just full of crap. <laughs> and I walked over to the side, and I'm sitting there, and he walked over, and he was looking at every tent as he was coming down during media row, during training camp. He looked in the KOA. He looked in the, the fan. He looked at all these other stations. And I'm, I'm not going to name drop everybody else. But then he came in there, and, he, and I said, holy goodness. And then I sat there, and I helped. You know, not produce the show, but I was I was grabbing video and camera work for you. That's when I said Gil Whiteley is the man because he was like, Gil, how you doing, my friend? You guys, you guys started talking about family stuff and all this other stuff before you guys are on the air. That's when I really knew that you're an amazing man. Not only that, and Joe, and I'm going to finish this last one, Joe. So I, I apologize, Joe. Well, I'd is, like to have Gil talk I, Hold on, hold on. One second. On top of that, you can. It's a double edged question. Opening day. I've always said I've always wanted, always wanted to do an opening day show downtown. For, uh, for the Rockies, and again, you granted me again that wish for me. We were on the 16th Street Mall. Great yeah. time. Tons of people. Aaron Anderson, Aaron Anderson from Channel 7 at the time, or 9 News, whatever. And I just want to tell you, thank you for everything you've done for me as far as getting myself to this level. I sleep, I, and without you, Gil, there's a lot of people that don't have this position, so I appreciate you, buddy. And talk about those yeah. two experiences. Thanks. You know, it, uh, you know I kind of got in this by accident. I've had people have helped me along the way. And uh, I try to return that. I always have. Well, I'll say this about you. One, you and I can talk about basketball. And I, I'll never forget just being at your apartment and sitting there and, and really sitting and talking sports. And when it comes to your knowledge of basketball, I'll put you up against anybody. I, I love that poster of you that you posted, uh, that post you made of you. I believe it was in the high school basketball no, team. No, that was the Mile High, Mile High Sports right. Magazine. Right. Well, but he put it up just a few days ago. And I, I just wanted to say, one, I didn't realize you're you're every bit of 6'3". And two, yeah. you, had, you had a hell of a basketball career. I mean, you know, talk a little bit about that because and, – and the reason – and, and to tie that in, talk about, I guess, how the game has changed from when you played because it's different now. But the athleticism, I think there were a lot of great athletes back then. They just don't get a lot of recognition, and you were one of them. Talk well, a little no, bit about – Well, you, you had a good I, career. I was a good, I was a good player. I, I, I even uh, uh, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I, I was on, uh, I was on the All Marine Corps uh, team in two different sports, which kept me out of Vietnam. And when you consider there's a half a million people in the Marine Corps when I was in, that's pretty good uh, to be one of the top twelve guys. <laughs> well, you know, I'm an uh, Army guy. I played post ball, and I was probably one yeah. of the top thousand guys, and that was hard enough yeah. to be. Let alone, I wasn't anywhere near that level you were at. Uh, uh, you know, so played in the inter service team. Actually, I made the old Navy team one year in volleyball. They went in '68, but then I, they they cut me because I couldn't play in the inter service championships against the Marine Corps. Because I was actually on a, I was an MP on a Marine on a on a Navy base, so I could play in the all Navy championships. But when it when it went farther, I couldn't play against the Marines. Uh, for the Navy, which was fine with me. Next year, I played for the Marines. <laughs> you were a hell of an athlete, though. He really was. Not only that, Joey, and people don't know. Well, they do. Of course, a lot of people know about this. You, you had your own restaurant. I think it was Maxine's. Maxfield. It? No, Maxfield. Maxfield. Yeah. I used to bet dogs at Maxfield. Yeah, this is the owner. Yeah. Dr. Na we have Dr. Yeah. Eric Nacken on right now. You used to go to Maxfield's as well? Oh, I love Maxfield's. Yeah, that was yeah. it. That was one of my favorite places. And then, and then not only that, but you're a sommelier. You're a movie critic. I mean, you... Sports I built, radio I also, is. I also built and designed Maxfield. Did you really? Oh, really? Yeah, 
I was a carpenter contractor in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I remember that you were telling me about that, and you, uh, and you, not only that, but Gil, you've, uh, not only sports radio is just a small part of your. Uh, your life that you've done because not anymore. Not, well, well, <laughs> well it's at this bigger at this point, my couch is my couch is part of my life. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Gil, you've done a lot for so many people here, and I'm going to dive into the Nuggets real quick. Uh, I've heard Chris Marlowe on you your program. Given me more time. <laughs> uh, Chris Marlowe comes on your program. The Nuggets play-by-play guy, along with Scott Hastings, comes on your on your show all the time. Uh, how do you see the Nuggets going into this All-Star break? Uh, they won four in a row on a road trip coming in. Uh, Joker is an MVP candidate. Uh, Jamal's finally playing the bas- best basketball he did besides the bubble. And then MPJ, is this the, is this the three guys that uh, Mike Malone has been looking for, Gil? And do you think this is enough for the Nuggets to get past the Western Conference Finals this year? Because I think Michael, anything less than that is a disappointment, right? Michael Malone for some reason, does not like Michael Porter Jr. Uh, you know, if Will Barton goes out there and makes mistake after mistake after mistake, which he does, uh, no one says anything to him. If Michael Malone does, if, if MPJ does anything wrong, uh, he is browbeat by Michael Malone's all every single time. Drives me crazy, and I think they, you know, down the road, uh, they just got to give the ball to Michael Malone. And just recently now, if you'll watch, uh, Jokic has decided to involve uh, Michael Porter in the offense. And he's going over and doing the pick and roll to Porter. And he's giving the ball up to Porter as he comes around the pick and roll at the three-point slot, not breaking to the basket. So he's getting some three-point shots off of that pick and roll. And once, once Jokic decides to include Michael Porter in the offense, that's that's when he is going to shine. And he's he is that's what's starting right now. And I don't think it has anything to do with Michael Malone. Well, I'll say this. The last five games, they've had the big three. Michael Porter, 24 points, 11 rebounds in the last five games. So he is making his presence felt. And I think the conflict you could I I've noticed in the last year and a half, and I'll ask you, I think there's some dissension between Jamal Murray and Michael Porter. I, I do definitely agree that Jokic has involved Michael Porter a lot more. But those two guys, I mean, is it weird that they're each are they battling for because I think Jamal was the clear number two, but I'm gonna say this. I don't see a good chemistry at all between Jamal Murray and Michael Porter. And and Michael's been in that in that four on one that they blew, by the way, in that to end that Wizards game. Michael Porter Jr. was way out in front. Jamal should have thrown that ball to Michael Porter Jr. way before he did. I'm a point guard. You know, I played ball 15 years myself. Your head is up as a point guard. He his head was up. He saw Mike way ahead of everybody, and he should have thrown that ball at the free throw line. That's the difference between Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. Nikola Jokic is a generational player, a -a once-in-a-lifetime guy. Jamal Murray is not. And I think Michael Porter Jr. and him, there's a friction. I I don't know. know. Okay, go ahead. Murray's better than you might think. Uh, There was three things he could have done on that play with six or five or six seconds left as he was crossing that midpoint line uh, it, uh michael porter that's his job is to get in the wing uh but michael porter that's where if there's two minutes left in the game that's where he was supposed to be when there's six seconds left in the game michael porter's got to know enough have enough awareness to break to the hoop 
and that ball would have gone to him and no one would have been on him. Uh, so, but he went out there. That's where he was told to be uh, on most times coming down, but his basketball IQ uh, is not quite there yet, and it will come. Uh, but Jamal Murray could have stopped, shot. He could have driven the basket himself, which would have been a layup that would have been contested most likely with a foul, or he could have passed the ball over to over over to uh, uh, Fuko, which is what he did. Maybe the worst three point shooter on the team. <laughs> yeah. So he, he had he had three things to do, and two of them would have worked, and one was not uh, was was not acceptable. Gil, but, uh, it was a Hold shame. On. But you, do you see any friction? And Alex, I'll let you get yours in. Do you see friction between Murray and Porter, or is that just something no, I'm seeing? I, I, I don't. I don't see friction. Uh, I, it, <sighs> Jamal Murray has been sulking. Uh, this, this and he's just come out of it. Uh, he was at going into the year. Everybody talked about the bubble, talked about the bubble, talked about the bubble, and he came out and he wasn't that guy at the start of the year, and uh, so he kind of sulked. He snapped out of it in the last week and a half, two weeks. Uh, this team, uh, you know, one of the problems this team has is, is, is all of a sudden, you know, they they need to get better across the board. Uh, their weakest position, uh, you know, on on this team is what? Two guard. The power, the power forward. Well, you know what? I just saw a power forward that that was that was released, and everybody raised their hand and said, "Yeah, we're going to go after him." I didn't hear the Nuggets say they were going to go after him. Yep. Yeah, I, be- I believe you. I believe you, Gil. Last one for me, Gil. What's going on on Gil Whiteley? Whiteley, so this this week. From 11 to yeah, noon. Yeah, we moved to 11, yep. which is fine. I like 11 to 12. Okay. That's fine. What's going on they this gave, week? They gave me an opportunity. Uh, we'll we'll be covering uh, the All-Star game tomorrow, on, obviously. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, most likely I'll have uh, Pac-12 Chris Pac-12 uh, conference championships coming up this week as well, right? Uh, well, I'll, I'll be watching those, and we'll see what goes on. I, uh, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, you know. You know what? Every time I tend, they've got seven losses, the Buffs, and I think I've seen five games, and I think I've I've seen I've only missed two of their losses. <laughs> so you don't need to watch them. I've been up there, by the way. Every, I've been up every to Boulder. Time I turn oh, the Buffs on. They lose to 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 some team that is seven and twelve. Don't watch, please. You well, probably well, watched besides, the Washington besides, game. They I were two and three. Washington hadn't won a game. Gil, Washington that they lost to had not won a game. And California was two and thirteen when they took them on. Please don't watch. I've been up there to CU Event Center five times this year. Joe, the buffs are five and zero. Oh. Every time we go That's up there, all I have every to say time we go it. up there, Platty's always like, you know. We love to have Gil up here all the time because you, you, you. I mean, you have VIP, oh, you have VIP well, coverage sure. up there as He's well. He's the one I mean, who brought me up there. The yeah, exactly. First time. So we want to say thank you for that relationship right. that you helped us build. We wouldn't have it without well. you. Not without Gil. No way. No, no we way. Would, we would not have the career we we've had lot, without buddy. you, man. We definitely at least uh, owe you lunch. Start one beer at a time. How's hey, that yeah. We pay you back? Well, we at least lunch, man. Let us take you to Los Dos Patrios, please. Yeah, you can give us a little. I'd love to. Just let me know. All right. Yeah, we'll call you this week. We'll scoop you up. We'll scoop you up, and you can just hang out with us. I, I really like coming on to you guys once a quarter. Hey, <laughs> we try. We try to keep it. Hey, that's why we're only lucky need, enough to get you when we get you, but I've tried to be to, patient. You need to give me two segments. Okay. I agree. All I agree. right. Next time. You can, next you can time. Spend one, you can spend one segment fawning over me, and then we can talk. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, man. You got it. Oh, I love hey, Gil. you follow him yeah. at Gilfest, right? It's at Gilfest on Twitter, correct? It is. Hey, that is one of the best Twitter guys you're ever going to follow. Make Sean sure. Marnier, oh, radio sports he does talk it all, man. Wine critic. Yeah, wine critic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's not been a lot better. By the way, I love on your social media when you do the movie stuff. And I hope I've chimed in with some at least somewhat accurate answers. But I, I really do. I love the movie stuff, man. You're you're really, you're pretty deep. Those lists you did of the 50 best, the Westerns and all those. about Friday when he pulls yeah, out his Playboy? Yeah, pretty damn good. Hey, yeah, what are you playboys? doing, though, on that Friday red shirt stuff? You got to quit that, man. You get me in trouble with my wife. I apologize, Denver. <laughs> That's it, man. That's the man, Gil Whiteley. 11 to 12, Whiteley so, Monday through Friday. He's the only guy in Denver who's been on the radio longer than us as a team, Alex. The only My Life Sports Show longer than us. Yeah, he's a solo guy, man. He does it He's amazing, himself. man. Yep. Right. No team bigger years, than us. 34 years, May 8th. Hey, you got it. Hey, I'll tell you what. Let's hear it for 34 more for Gil Whiteley. That's yeah. the guy you got to listen to, 11 to 12 every Sunday. Hey, when every, we get back. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, excuse me. 11 to 12, Monday through Friday. When we get back, Dr. Eric Natkin, the good doctor, is in. He joins the program. He's got some big news. Are we defeating COVID-19? We will ask Dr. Natkin when you return to the final word with Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez on 98.1 FM. Malay Deportes. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.